0: and welcome back. It's Artistic State of Mind. Um, Rebrand actually. (laughs) Um, I don't know why I laughed Um, but welcome back to the fourth season of Artistic State of Mind. Um, Before before we get on with the show actually, obviously you guys have been on our Twitter. If you haven't, where have you been? Um, We made a, a very great announcement last week actually um that we have a new co-host um so it's only best I give him like an amazing introduction because he's gonna be with us for a long time. Um, so our well my co-host is known for his very amazing theatre threads on Twitter. So if you need a theatre recommendation He's the guy to tell you where to go To tell you what to see Um, He's a mental health advocate Um, What else is there? You know, he's just an amazing all-round guy He's just really cool Um, I have the pleasure of announcing my new co host
1: Chama K, come on, come on, come on, Yay! come on! Hello, hello, hello!
0: Welcome to the building. Thank you
1: very much. Very excited to be joining the assong family artistic state of mind. Yes. Um, obviously, big ups to Stephen as well. You know yeah, I mean? he matters. He, he, oh wow, 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 <laughs> wow, 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 wow! wow. <laughs> <laughs> nah, nah. Stephen, I didn't say that. Just so you know, in it.
0: Actually, he sent positive vibes to me today, so I was like, good, "Oh, good. that's really nice." He's not normally that nice to me, but you know, nah, no nah, nice.
1: nah. I'm, I'm I'm very privileged to be taking his place. And very happy
0: to be joining
1: Sorry. Very happy to be joining uh, the podcast been listening for a while We met like what, two two years ago?
2: Yeah, two years yeah, ago Yeah, two yes. years ago Met
1: you and Stephen Before the podcast was even a thing
2: Exactly
1: Yeah So, so look, at, look,
0: look at us now, mm-hmm. eh? Look at life
1: Look yes. at life Really look at so, life So yeah, no Really, really excited to be here To talk theatre, music, film, TV All that good stuff, you know Absolutely Giving you my, uh, my views, my opinions What to see, where to go yeah, there's a lot going on. So, yeah, I'm going to be here with you yes. for the next ever and ever, forever, ever, forever,
0: ever. I love yeah. how you've like an outcast. Do you know, we're just going to get along so fine. This is what I need because yes. Stephen did not allow me to do any of this. If I was about to sing, he'd be like, "Round nah, it up. Nah nah. Nah, 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 nah. Jules, we're not about to do that. But yeah, it's great to have you joining us assom i was gonna say assom assom um i'm so excited i'm so glad you kind of like was like yes i'd love to do this because i was a little bit worried because i was like who who's gonna come yeah do you know it is
1: i'll tell you the story of how she asked me yeah (laughs) so i think i must have dropped one one um theater thread i think it was the last one that i dropped yeah yes and then you said you wanted to talk to me about something so i'm like okay cool (laughs) <laughs> I wonder what it's going to be. I thought it was like an invite to be on the podcast, like as a guest. I'm thinking, yeah, that's kind of wavy still. And then jumped in my DMs and said, oh, unfortunately, Stephen's leaving to pursue new opportunities, blah, blah, blah. All this one long ass. You know, them ones where someone leaves you some long message,
2: Look, yeah. but I they got one this. thing to say at the end.
1: <laughs> Only got one thing to say at the end, but yeah. they're trying to like, I don't know if it's a soften the blow I, or something. Yeah. So I'm thinking, right, this is long. And then she asked for one beard straight away. Straight away, I said yes. Do yeah. you have to think about it? I'm like, yeah, money. Boom, let's go. We're doing this. So yeah,
0: yeah, man. I'm so excited. So happy that you asked. Yeah, because I was thinking to myself, who could like who could come on like the podcast and be kind of like the same energy, kind of like have the same kind of like similarities, what we talk about, and kind of just like bring that energy. And I was like, and then when you did that, Fred, I was like, Jules, what the hell, like. It's like it was right in front of my eyes and I didn't see it. So I was like, immediately I had to message you. I'm so glad you said yes.
1: Yeah, no, nah, I was very even happy. Because if you said even no, question. I
0: don't know what I'll be doing today. Go solo,
1: innit? <laughs> uh, no.
0: <laughs> <laughs> Do you know what? Sometimes I, I don't think like, I can't stand the sound of my own voice sometimes. So I don't know how people will be able to kind of like listen to me.
1: What, like, even, but- even from podcasting? Don't just get used to it.
0: I yeah no wow sometimes i feel like oh god she sounds jarring
1: see now i feel like i am <laughs> too into myself because i got used to it now i'm like
0: yeah i think it's I like just a hear me myself it's just a me thing because sometimes i don't i don't feel like my voice matches who what i look like or i don't know what it's just I, maybe what? it's just maybe it's just it's weird thing. that's
1: just you I'll i think you it's that. just that's me just you.
0: But that's I've heard loads of people are like, oh, your, your voice sounds so smooth. I said, where? <laughs> where does it sound smooth? I feel like I sound hella whiny. Like I'm always whining about something. So I'm just like... Mm. Who
1: said that? But who said you sound whiny?
0: No, me.
1: Oh, you said it. Okay. Yeah. You know, certain people say that they're trying to say something. No,
0: they're, they're, certain people kind of like are really nice about it. Okay. No one's ever said that I'm whiny. Unless maybe that's why they don't listen. Anyway, that's another subject. That's a a whole other story, right there. But anyway, that's off podcast talk. Yeah, that is actually that is. Um, But you probably guys, you've probably heard a bit of giggling in the background. (laughs) No, it's (laughs) fine. I didn't realise. Like, I was like, they're going to edit this out. So, nah, 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 nah. keeping it in,
1: keeping it in. This
0: is this is not an editing podcast. Um, (laughs) But yeah, we have some amazing guests in the building. First episode in that in, and we have some guests, and I'm so excited. Yes. so do you want to introduce yes
1: yes yes i do so we have first of all uh, an amazing writer uh you've been writing for well, well speak to her about a few years and i've known you on twitter for a few years meant to link up a couple times hasn't happened but finally it's great to meet you miss atlanta green say hello to the people then
3: hi was oh, that yeah hi everyone <laughs> thanks for having me guys i'm really excited
1: no problem Woo! Not a problem and with her is Miss Mumba Jasmine, fellow Zambian. So, 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 so happy that on my first podcast, i got another Zambian with me. Slowly yes. taking
4: over the world. I feel yeah. left out, but yes. Um, I was going to say, also, just, I realised my Twitter is really confusing. So I didn't want people to find me online. So I've got Mumba underscore Jasmine, but that's my middle name. So oh. it's so interesting. So every now and then, like, we had this pro- problem with the brochure for uh, Theatre Three. I was like... That's my middle name <laughs> So my full name is Member Dodwell But you know what If you find me on Twitter That's okay You'll find me through that way
1: <laughs> Them ones Who are you trying to hide from?
4: I st- I just was like I was like Nah no one needs to know my name But then I gave my middle name away So like that's even more Incriminating Like if someone wants to Find my details They've got Well the
1: now name. you're just giving Your full name
0: away Exactly so- but, it's on- yeah.
4: but it's online Anyway
0: and boy. then everyone can find out about you. Google. Yep. Google is people's friends and yep. people use it very well. But to be fair, you want people to
1: find you now because you've got new workout. Yeah, that's true. So really, is that a bad thing?
4: No, it's all exactly. right. It's just when I was a teenager. <laughs> yeah, 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 <laughs> yeah. I like Twitter since 2009 I'm like, oh my god. If I look back, what's on there?
0: Yeah, we need to be careful with that one boy.
1: Trust me, trust me. People I just I don't
0: there. tweet, I just retweet. <laughs> <laughs> Wait even, like, even, oh, that one, even that one Even that one You're not safe
1: You know Sometimes you like Something from like 2006 And someone will say Oh look what Joe's
0: like, in 2006
1: Blah 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 Canceled So yeah I yeah, don't yeah.
0: think so again. Well, we, well I feel cancelled already But you know I don't feel like I've like tweeted Or retweeted anything Incriminating no. I don't Hopefully think
1: so not, I don't To be honest so. with you but boy, because, the internet never forgets, in it.
0: Exactly. That's why if I want to have like a rant or a conversation, I'm putting it on Snapchat or Instagram, and it's disappeared yeah. after 24 hours, and no one can come and judge me.
2: Well, <laughs> in that, you that can
0: moment, save snaps, no? yeah, people can't save your snaps. You oh, can, but people oh, can't. I'm I well,
1: thought
4: people unless,
0: can
1: save snaps
4: unless they record it on their phone.
1: Oh shit! Oh, oh no, people oh, can oh, do crap.
4: that. Yeah, an iPhone. You can record Boy. your screen. Oh, well, that's Boy. finished then. <laughs> <laughs>
0: know,
1: that's
4: finished.
0: That. <laughs> but I've not said anything that. incriminating. No. Just cussed just a few people Boy. Um, in regards to other things. But that's about it. But anyway, we've been waffling on. Welcome, guys. Uh, well, welcome, ladies, to the podcast. It's you. Is a, such a pleasure to have you on.
4: I am just so excited because I like host a podcast and listening to you talking about like listening to your own voice. That's sometimes me. I feel like I'm going crazy editing at home by myself. Um, and I'm hearing my own voice going, remember, you need to be quiet. Can you, can you say less? Can you not do this? Um, so I understand that. But it's so exciting to be on a podcast and not like be the person with person. the information. So <laughs> even so, I'm listening to you guys. I'm like, I need to write notes so I can ask about this. So, but like in my head, because I'm like, that's really cool. <laughs> but no, I can sit back.
1: Sit back and relax. Yeah. And- let us do the work
0: Yeah The interesting work that I haven't done for what feels like a lifetime But hey Too nah, two months Come on, <laughs> come on You got this um, So before we get to know um, Obviously Mumba and Atlanta um, We'll probably start off with um, What's the downbeat? So what's been happening? Because actually Before that How has everyone been? See, I've already forgot the format of the show <laughs> There we go <laughs> How has everyone been? Working Obviously. The kinks.
3: Um,
2: <laughs> yeah, <God. laughs>
0: Obviously, you know, being on hiatus, come back from the summer house, let's just wrap it up. It's what is it winter? It's autumn slash winter with a bit of summer as well I for mean, like, an in it, there. It
4: was like 20 degrees today. Yeah,
0: it's weird. It's Where? really
1: weird. Where? I don't, I'm the, I don't, it really I don't. was. It
0: like, was, And yeah. I, yeah. I came with the wrong jacket because I thought, do you know what? The fur is ready to come out <laughs> and I feel like a fool because loads of people were looking at me like, what is this girl doing? Does she does she not get the memo about the forecast today? Clearly, I didn't. But you know, it is what
3: it is. But yeah, how's everyone's summer been? This I think it's gone summer. so quick. I don't feel like we really had a summer. I know it was hot at bits, but then it was really cold, and then it kind of like snowed in it. So it just didn't really feel like much of a summer. <laughs> I, think,
4: I think it didn't feel for us because we were doing an arts council application during
3: yeah,
4: that whole summer. We were so like busy yeah, trying to plan. For summer my just dice. went so quick.
3: Oh, wow. Yeah. Yeah, it was It's weird. It's gone quick. I don't really remember summer 2018.
0: And now it's like winter slash winter. Yeah,
4: I don't know how we got here, but we're here (laughs) now. How about everybody else? um, This is like, I think, it's now becoming one of the first few summers. You know, when you've graduated from uni and you've gone out of education and you had an actual summer. Um, So this year I was lucky enough to be working during the summer, um, being an assistant director of a show. And so I thought that I would like have some chill time. And then my calendar just came, became like packed. I was like, August, I'm going to chill. And next thing I know, I'm doing all this stuff. And I'm like, (laughs) I just want to (laughs) sleep. I just want to have the summer I had when I was at school, where I knew like for six weeks, that's, that's it. But, um, so yeah, so I had a really busy summer, um, but it's been good and like planning for Black Ice and just doing other things, um, personally. And I, yeah, it's been good. It's been a good summer. Good stuff. And you, John, how has your week been? Summer. A week, summer. Weeks, well,
1: summer. Football's coming home, innit? That was summer.
3: <laughs>
1: Dreaming. Yeah, but football did I'm not bad. come home. It didn't come home. But <laughs> but you know okay. what I mean? I lived the dream. I lived I the
3: missed.
1: dream. It was so close. It's so close. I lived the dream. How
3: close was it? The
1: though? dream died. <laughs> <laughs> Feels like it was just yesterday. Um, No, nah, no, nah, summer was all right. You know, I had a decent summer. The weather was nice. Went to. Um, a beach, what beach should I go to? Camber Sands. Ooh. yeah, proper like Sandy Beach in England. I was like, wow. Where is this in England? Where's Camber Sands? In Cornwall. Nah, 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 I can't be reaching Cornwall. That's long. Um, <laughs> nah, that's long, that's long. I think it's in like like Sussex or something. I think it's in Sussex. But yeah, beautiful beach. Uh, did that. No, I think it was one of those summers where I just made a lot of memories just
2: oh, those are always yeah nice it was
1: it was one of those that when it was over, I was like, oh, that was a nice summer.
2: <laughs> so yeah
1: no nah, it was it was a decent summer for me, you know That's decent good. yeah for good in the last couple of weeks obviously got like excitement's been building uh for this we met what two weeks ago was it now?
0: No, it's more than two weeks. Was it was more it? than two weeks yeah, ago? Yeah, I think yeah. it was about three weeks ago. Yeah, we yeah. met up
1: talking about you know how this podcast is going to go, how we're going to work it, or the rest of it. So yeah, I've been like a little excited. Boy woke up today, it's that like Christmas.
0: Because <laughs> I even sent you a message this Trust morning. Me. and I was like, "Happy recording day!" It was at like, a mad oh, time
1: as well. Me. Was it like ten to
0: ten to six or
1: something? <laughs> no, sorry. I was about to say,
0: "What time do you wake
1: up?" But <laughs> like, I it. thought, "Nah, nah."
0: Yeah, I wake up
4: at five thirty in the morning. <gasps> nah, that's very, that's very how you wild. get things done though.
0: Yeah, it's okay. well, it's because I have to go to work. Mm-hmm. And I work on the Literally I live in like Essex And I work in West Like Hammersmith Wow So it's one of those ones Where you know You have to get yeah. Get up quite
4: early <laughs> So yeah But
1: yeah now nah, It was a nice message to receive I'm like yeah Today's the day. So yeah, today's the day. Now to time.
4: I know. Can I just say I was so excited when I saw that you were on this? I yeah. Was like, yes. You
1: know what? It was hard <laughs> to not mention anything because we planned everything. I was going to reveal it, new logo, all the rest of it. And boy, I was it was it was hard for me not to just be like, look up, I got big things
2: coming up. <laughs> <now." laughs>
4: And can I say it also top. like season four? I was like, whoa, when he said season four, that's so cool. Yeah, we've been, been like, doing this quite a while. Yeah, because I'm I feel like, like a veteran.
0: S- <laughs> you are oh, a veteran. Yeah, yeah. Oh, oh god, season four. At one point, I was
4: just like, is this? Should we? Nah.
0: Yeah, <laughs> I love it too much. <laughs> but
4: isn't it like it's been like two years, two and a half years? Yeah, two and a
0: half years. But yeah, yeah.
4: so now you've yeah. got time. <laughs> yes. Yeah.
1: Time expertise, you know.
0: Mm. Definitely.
1: You know how it is. You know how the game goes.
0: Yeah. So my summer, I went on holiday. I turned thirty, and that, that was about it. <laughs> yeah. You said that's about <laughs> yeah. it. Like those are two
1: big things. Yeah. Where did you go on holiday?
0: I went Jamaica. Wow. Um, yeah. With the with the partner. So that was quite fun.
1: Can Imagine I just talk about going to Jamaica?
4: I know. I saw those pics. Like your pictures in Jamaica. I was like, oh, nice. Yeah. Yes. It doesn't do it justice, to be fair. When you
0: go out there, you're just like, oh, this is so amazing. And then when we came back, we had like the worst kind of like down moment. We're like, oh, we'll be back <laughs> in Jamaica. Oh, the beach. Oh, I wish I went in the sea more. When, when in fact, I was on the beach every single day. But then all of a sudden, I'm like, I wish I was on the beach today. But no, it was a really lovely holiday. Like I, I yeah, actually one fond memory was I got super high. And nearly fainted in front of, like, well, by Bob Marley's kind of like gravestone. So that was quite quite (laughs) memorable. I got so high to the point where I saw the white light. That was quite fun, Mm -hmm. and then towards the end of the holiday, my boyfriend also got really high, where he thought he was gonna die and was telling me to call the ambulance. I said, "Ambulance, where? (laughs) Where in Jamaica (laughs) am I calling the ambulance?
4: Calm down." That's so true. Sometimes I think about like being home in Zambia. I'm like, the ambulance. I was like, where were they? (laughs) That's
1: a good point. (laughs) You know, I don't think I've ever seen (laughs) one in Zambia. You know, now I think of I got to ask my mum when I go home. (laughs) (laughs) Wow.
2: So I was just
0: like, but. Yeah, no, it was a lovely holiday and then came back and just kind of like enjoyed the rest of what was summer I don't know what if I did much, I don't think I did much No, I just did a bit of writing and that was about it And here we are in autumn mm-hmm. <laughs> That's winter, so quick But yeah um, what was I gonna say? It's like I don't know how this show runs. What's Jeez. the
1: downbeat? Is that what's
0: next? That's where see. See, but you, see, this is this is what I mean. Mm-hmm. We're great, great team already. This is what this is what I need. Um, so what's the downbeat? So obviously, you guys know how the show runs. Well, I like to think I know how the show runs. Um, so what's the downbeat? It's basically what has been happening, um, in regards to theatre, film, and TV over not even over the summer in the last couple of weeks um so the first one is that came you brought up was to do with music
1: oh yeah yeah yeah. because yeah, i know yeah. nothing about
0: music oh so, you okay
1: know. okay well i'll just tell you what i've been listening to myself okay i tell you what i listened to just today actually finally listened to the car five everybody's been hyping about it boy i've been hearing about how the car five bangs it's so sick when did he release it's it the best album um
3: was will it, it like, we in last October? week
1: Oh, it's pop
3: recent. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah Lil, he
1: just dropped it. I know where Lil Wayne's got a new album. <laughs> I'm thinking, wow, I'm going to hate this. i tell you what. I liked it. Didn't love it. Liked it. Didn't love it. It is about, I don't know how many tracks it is, but it's 88 eight minutes long. So I'm why? like, oh, yeah. That's quite long. That why? is, that is, that is, long. why? That's a good question. Why? <laughs> that is very Why long. is the album so long? There's a couple tracks on there that bang. I'm not going to lie. But halfway through, when you realize that you're like, 10 tracks in And you're like Halfway through an album It's just exhausting Oh
0: god it feels like It's a Chris Brown thing Where yeah. he did like The 4500 oh tracks So do you know what it is
1: album. I was thinking to myself
0: Why Are well, albums getting
1: too long Are um, artists getting Not lazy Can't say they're lazy Because they're dropping Lots of tracks mm. But f- for me personally An album should be It should carry a concept Do you know what I mean yeah. You mm. should feel When I finish an album I like to feel That sense of catharsis Like almost like When I finished Watching a theatre show, finish watching a film, be like, oh, yeah. that was good. Not like I can just jump back yeah, to track to any three. Song, yeah. That I thought banged. Mm-hmm. I want to feel like yeah. I've gone on a journey. So yeah, yeah, you expect exactly. like a
0: beginning, a middle, and an end. Yeah. You know, and just think, oh, that was a great body of work exactly, right there. Exactly,
1: exactly. Yeah. Now, when you're telling me that your album's eighty, eight minutes long, I kind of feel like one of two things is gonna happen. I'm either gonna feel like this is a chore to listen to, which mm. is what happened for me with a cut of five, or I'm not going to treat it like an album. I'm going to treat it like it's a playlist. And um, the way I interact with a playlist versus how I interact for album is very different. different. I interact with an album like, okay, this is like serious work now. We're going to listen to this. <laughs> give it all my time and attention. Whereas the way I'd, 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 I'd a metaphor I'd use, not metaphor, but analogy I'd use is if you've got, you know, sometimes you just have TV on in the background, yeah. You know? yeah sometimes you have tv on the, trust me yeah or sometimes you have something that you're actually watching mm-hmm.
2: Mm-hmm. so for
1: me a uh, playlist a background noise or something to just set a vibe I don't really have to listen to it I don't have to analyze especially something like hip-hop you want to like analyze the lyrics feel the beat the production see, see what they're saying but when you go an hour and a half nah I, I just felt exhausted listening that's to it that's a lifetime movie get, right there yeah <laughs>
3: really is. It's probably quantity so, over quality though, isn't it? So that's, they feel like if they release a lot, then something must bang. Yeah. Something. So even if it's something. one song that <laughs> like must hit top ten. I
1: think that's I think that's it. I also think yeah. the way people are listening to music now most people Spotify, yeah. um Apple music, those kind of those kind of things where people do treat music like uh, a set list thing because mm-hmm. everybody has constant access to music. Do you know what I mean? Listen mm-hmm. yeah. to music whenever you like. So people do I think It must be something to do with people reacting to music like that. Like how people have changed, how they interact with it. And um, people producing music to to fit that. Because I think Drake dropped dropped a couple of pieces that were stupidly long.
0: Um, The last one. What was it called?
4: Scorpio? Is it New that awesome? was trash? Yeah. See, see,
1: but we won't go into that. Everybody <laughs> talks about the Chris Brown forty-four.
0: Was it forty odd tracks? I only got or to something? track number five. And I, I, yeah was what I mean, like, this is way so, too much. Yeah, Chris. to me,
1: it's it's something that honestly it needs to it needs to die. That whole overly long album thing, mm. it needs to end. It needs to die.
0: I think gone were the days as well, where you know, having to wait for an artist to bring out an album, like like for example, back in the day, like you expect because they worked on an album for so long like that the kind of like the amount of music that they would have on one album everyone would cherish that moment and like oh this is what I would listen to Mm. for the rest of the year because next (laughs) year she might bring an album or in two years time I expect something in two years time but nowadays it's like artists feel like they have to churn out music really quickly to stay relevant because they're going to be forgotten about very quickly. But however, with Lil Wayne, no one's forgot about Lil Wayne. You know what I mean? He's still on everybody's like lips. Like when is he going to bring out the Carter Five? That was always the kind of going conversation, if yeah. that makes sense. And for him to bring it out, I heard even like a lot of tracks felt like it was like recorded quite a while ago and he just put it onto the album. Well,
1: you know what? I looked, I, I read about the album a bit and it said it's been recorded from 2012 oh, to wow. this year. Wow. Which, you know, some albums take a long time, you know, yeah. um I can understand that. But yeah, it did feel a bit mishmash. Some things felt like an artist moving in a different direction. Some things felt like filler. Some things felt like they were from, you know, three, four years ago, at least. So yeah, it was just, it, 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 it was enjoyable in parts. But for me, nah, that's not an album I'm really going to repeat again. Like it just felt like a chore. Um, what else is in music? So right now, in case you haven't heard, um, at the time of recording this, anyway, uh, one of my favorite young MCs from the UK scene, Dave Santan Dave, oh I love Dave, he's pushing, he's pushing to be UK number one in the Sunday charts with his song. I keep thinking it's called Freaky Friday. But it's Funky Friday, oh. Funky Friday. You see that that it's, yeah. yeah, it's so, easily
0: mistakeable.
1: Easily, easily mistakeable, But it's it's definitely not Freaky Friday. <laughs> mm, it's definitely not.
0: Yeah, and I think it's.
1: I mean, I don't I don't really follow the charts anyway. Not mm. because I'm trying to be some cool kid or whatever. I just feel like, in a way, it doesn't really have the relevance that it once did. Yeah, being UK number one. But at the same time, when you see artists, particularly like grime artists and stuff in this country. Getting excited, hyping. I saw one video of him on Twitter asking people to, you know, stream buy it, it on it, iTunes it, yeah. or stream it or whatever it is you need to do these days to get to number one. And I think if it still has significance for the artist, I guess it's still significant. Mm. Um, I heard the track; it's a good track. Usually, when grime tracks are uh, go big. They've got a little bit of a poppy element to it. It's mm. watered down, heavily watered down kind of stuff.
0: This wasn't. So I was like, okay. So it's true cool. to its form.
1: Yeah, yeah, yeah. it's true to who the artist is as well. Mm. Um, It's true to the Dave that I know and I like. I listen to it and I feel like, yes, this is Dave being Dave, not his Dave trying to make it in the charts. So, you know, big up to him, respect him. I hope he makes it to number one. Mm. Um, But more than that, I hope that he just has the long career that he should. Because first time I heard him, I remember I thought, who is this Dave kid Do you I find that he's 19 I'm thinking oh, Yeah the boy's he's young the oh, wow. yeah, He's the Yeah uh, he's what A baby yeah, He's a baby <laughs> I know it's I like can't,
0: you, I, can't, I can't look at him In a certain way I've got to look at him Like you potentially Could be my very young
1: brother So <laughs> I'm saying I can't yeah. look at
0: him like Oh wow Oh you look, you nice looking I can't can't do it well, Way that's, too young that's, well, that's, that's... He's a smooth 10 years Younger than <laughs> me mm. that, oh, mm. Exactly Exactly
2: mm. <laughs>
4: But I'm finding... Like, that ain't stop certain oh, really? people, though. Oh Yeah, no, it doesn't. Um, it stops me. <laughs> I wasn't saying that. Um, I'm finding artists are younger and younger. Like, every time I'm like, whoa. I'm like, you're a baby. And I'm like, I can't... I can do that at your age.
1: Do you know what, though? We say we're finding artists are younger and younger. But is it just we're getting older?
4: Yeah, that's true. Because, <laughs>
1: you know, I think it's always been a young... A young person's game, this no, music true, thing, actually. especially like rap. You know,
0: it's true. It's you, actually true because when I look at certain people, I'm like, ah, oh, that potentially that person looks like my age, and I'm yeah. like, they're eighteen. I said, pardon, <laughs> <laughs> what do you mean? Yeah, no. Nah. What am I doing with my life?
1: Yeah, it's, a, it's a young people's <laughs> game. Trust me, like. Think what Nas was nineteen twenty when he dropped to My Age. Yes. Jay Z, what age was, was
3: Tupac when he died? Because I heard he was like Tupac was young. like twenty six, no, he was twenty
4: four. No, he was young.
3: He, he was, was... twenty
1: four, twenty five, twenty six. Yeah. So, yeah, he wasn't. He wasn't yet my age now. Mm. I'm twenty seven. Mm. Yeah,
4: Tupac yeah. was not oh, was young because like, they have that twenty sevens club. Yeah.
3: No, he no, no. I don't think that. he was twenty seven. <laughs> and also Biggie
0: as well. I think he was about 23. Yeah, they died really young, but it's like we see them as
3: older. I yeah. Because obviously we was like. Quite oh, yeah. yeah. <laughs> so, do
1: you know what made what, what made me think I'm getting a little bit older? Tracks that were popular in like the mid 2000s and stuff are being sampled in tracks now, and I'm thinking that track came out like two days yeah. ago. <laughs> how are you dropping in the And then you got these young
0: kids yeah. like, oh my god, this is a banger. Big yeah. up to this person for and, bringing. And then I, my think, dirt. To myself, I think to myself, think to myself, it came yeah. out like 10 years ago.
1: Yeah. <laughs> Where? Were and you? I'm thinking this is how mans who were like 28, 29, 30 must have felt in 1994. When yeah. Nas sampled Michael Jackson in New York, thinking, yo, what are these young cats doing? <laughs> Sampling Michael Jackson on the yeah. track. That's classic. So, you know, it's just this, this a cycle that just repeats itself over and over it's again. true. You know, our time has come. Our time is going. I know. The sun sets. The sun rises.
0: I don't mm, know how it we goes got there, that but way. oh my God. <laughs> Boy,
2: talking
1: about how young Davies, is, isn't it? <laughs> yeah, feeling like his little kid now. Plus, let's be honest, he can't can't turn around at like 25 plus and say, you know what I'm going to do? I'm going to become an MC and become a rapper. Nah, 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 nah. Unless you are
2: hella
1: young. No, you have to start young.
2: Yeah. By
1: 25, if it ain't happened for you, boy, the dream is over. Oh, and that's and true. Find oh, something difficult. else to do with your yeah. life. And if your friends are backing you, becoming an MC at 25 plus, better get new friends, man. <laughs> wow.
0: Honestly. Nah, I'm just being real.
1: <laughs> no, people, being still real. To,
0: people still need to dream, you know. Yeah, yeah. No, they their thoughts.
1: Dream when you go sleep sometimes, you know.
0: Just... That's still, come right. on, nah,
1: no, nah, no, twenty five plus. You can't, you
0: can't start
1: at twenty five plus.
0: But let, let's think about it, okay? Um, a- Ava Duvernay. Duvernay,
4: yeah, yeah, Ava, Ava Duvernay, Duvernay.
1: Yeah. yes. No, I said she... rapping. You could be a filmmaker whenever you want.
4: I it's different. I think there's a singer I listen to. Her song is Let Me Know, and she's like in her thirties. I think she started later, and she's like now collaborating with um, Solange and everything. And I don't, I can't remember her name, but she's like older. And I was yeah, like, yeah, but Whoa. Solange
1: just like like neo soul type thing. I'm mean, going like folk music. That's
4: true. <laughs> <laughs> oh,
0: so, To be like, be able to kind of like get into the scene, young, like young pop. You have to be young too. I mean, if you're
1: making music that you know that youngers are gonna listen yeah, to, yeah. come on, man, come on. I guess so. Come on. But speaking of uh, people, Beastie people Grime, uh, a couple of Grime albums came out uh, in the last few weeks, few months that I've been to. One of them is someone who did start really young. Uh, Chip who's now 10 years oh. in the industry. Um, Just 10
0: years? Yeah, 10 years in I the industry. I feel like it's been a
4: lifetime. But nah, no. Nah, that nah. makes him 25, right? Like Chip, does, does it start
1: when he's he like started. No, no, no. So he came, he burst onto the scene with um a I freestyle that he'd done on uh Tim Westwood's show.
0: Okay. Yeah,
1: yeah, yeah. He done one freestyle on Tim Westwood, and everyone's like this kid Chipmunk. I remember one of my friends told me this kid, have you heard of Chipmunk? I said, That's a stupid name. <laughs> yeah. I watched the freestyle, I was like, ooh. Ooh, that was cold. I think it was one of the early, early, early fire in the booths.
2: Oh, okay. I don't even think oh. it was
1: called fire in the booth back in them days. But yeah, chipmunk and this one light skinned kid who I don't, I don't know where he's gone. <laughs> but <laughs> he dropped 1010, you know, to celebrate wow. 10 years in the industry and all the rest of it.
0: Oh, so there's a message behind it. Yeah,
1: yeah, yeah, yeah. There's a message behind the name. Uh,
0: uh, oh.
1: No, it, was, it wasn't for me. Yeah, I was a bit it was. I was disappointed. Very disappointed I thought it would come grimy Hard I thought it would be a celebration of grime A but celebration think, of Chip like, And a celebration of grime do you think, And it like, just wasn't you think
0: Chip is a grime artist? Because I wouldn't classify him as I would say he's more rap See, More than anything Even though he started around the era Yeah Of like the grime kids coming out And stuff like that I think he was more of the later period But at the same time I don't know I, 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 don't I would know.
1: say he's... at his best mm. And Ice best is unquestionably grime. That's what okay. I think. And it wasn't him at his best. So you're thinking you're celebrating your career up to this point. I felt it was just a little bit lackluster. It didn't mm. feel to me like uh the strongest effort. The first track, I was like, okay, we're about to go in. I was like settling myself in to my seat thinking mm, <laughs>
3: it's <laughs> no, no, about okay. to heat up here. Yeah, yeah,
1: yeah. And then wasn't there, oh, it wasn't there. It was like the start of bang, but the main course was a bit mm. the last few tracks, though, were decent. So it was like,
3: you know, the dessert
1: was okay, yeah, yeah. I was about to say that still, but um,
3: shall I leave it? Mm. Leave
1: nah, nah, see. nah, nah, nah. Um, and another one was Gets Gets new album, was the polar opposite of Chip for me. Not that they were like they came out to compare each other or anything like that. This is mm. my personal comparison, but uh, I, I felt. That he is someone who came out a hype kind of guy. And he's still that hype personality, but as he's becoming more of a man, if that makes any sense.
3: Okay, yeah. I hear what you mean. Yeah. It felt like a
1: man talking about, you know.
3: Like an evolution, like you saw sort of yeah. a growth in him as an artist.
1: Yeah, 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 exactly. You seem him going through, as an artist, but also just as a man, as an individual. Mm. And he's talking about things that I not really expect gets to, to speak about. His last track, Black Rose, which I think is getting some... Radio play right now is essentially about colorism.
2: Like you're mm-hmm.
1: talking about, it starts off I think with a clip of his daughter asking why um there's no dolls that look like her, something like that. And he goes, he goes in talking about colorism, talking about how it's a lot of black men who are you know fueling colorism and that kind of stuff. um He spoke about like accent switching in one phone, and okay, what else? It said something about um all Jamaican mums have three accents: patois <laughs> accent, a Cockney accent. And Queen's English accent, depending on who you pick up the phone. And just little stuff like that. Spoke about, you know, stuff in the hood. Um people's like mums generally. Like stuff. In a good way. Their
0: life. Yeah, well, until you it, hear th- someone there's there's talking about people's things. mums, you're
1: just yeah. like, no, 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 nah, nah, <laughs> nah, 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 nah <laughs> Not them ones there. no, 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 In a good way, in a good way. But yeah, it just felt like something that uh is a man's thing. There's a couple tracks in there. It's another long one, to be honest. I think it's 17 tracks. A oh. couple of them in there are they're not bad here's the thing i'll say every track on there is good some of them could have could have gone from the album okay. and it would it would still be good they didn't really fit the theme he does play the second it, what's it called it's called get a get gospel new testament okay so a couple of tracks play with that theme of like the bible and faith and use it very well there's a choir on a couple of tracks as well but then a couple of tracks he's got a track with big nasty <laughs> that's um you you, you see, so <laughs> so Juliana's is making a face like <laughs> see, you'd I, think it wouldn't work gets and acquire you'd think nah I, that's not I, it but trust me it um... works it works it fits this is what i like about now but when the album has a theme and the artist has the balls to follow through and that's what gets did with that he called it get a gospel new testament and he made that happen on a couple of tracks so i'm thinking yeah respect to you because like i said I like a something that feels like a body of work, a piece of art. And for me, he tried it. He tried it and for me he, he executed it. Mm.
0: See, so he I, just I still ain't convinced. I'm not convinced. I do you know, what? I just Why? have this Talk thing to me. about people just having choirs on their like records. I don't mm. know. I don't mm. Do you
1: think it's a little bit one of those things that's a bit of um a cheap way out or something like that to get?
0: just leave it to the gospel artists but why <laughs> god
1: forgive but what me what about
4: but chance the rapper like i think he's oh i can't stand him
1: <gasps> wow
4: wow
1: A controversy on the first episode back come on see
0: to be honest with you i've not really again mm. like i said don't really care for much genre of music so chance the rapper i tried didn't mm, wow. no no and what song did he have where he had the choir
4: He's had them in quite a few songs There's a yeah. m- quite a popular one where I know Ultralight Beam has a choir But that's a Kanye That's a Kanye song
0: with Chance with on Chance, it yeah. But Chance
4: has the best verse So yeah.
0: I think there's another <laughs> There's another song where I was just like Something about hands
4: Oh, Blessings
0: Yes does,
4: yeah. it have that, does that have yeah. a choir? The Blessings has one And also like Finish Line has one as well See, I, sometimes I just book.
0: think it's just noise Like not in a bat ba- <clears throat> I feel like I'm showing myself right now. No, 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 um, no, no, no! Show yourself to the people. <laughs> <laughs> wow, <laughs> he's just like. Let's see. Let's see. I'm just this. gonna push you onto the edge and make sure you fall. Um, I just no. I've, I I want to be able to hear the like. Not that I would hear the music, but I just don't really like. I don't think sometimes the choir doesn't need to be there. Mm. Sometimes it's not every day. Let's bring in a choir because I have something profound to say in my music. But let the music kind of do the. The profoundness for you
1: If that's a word I hear that I hear that You know what I was speaking about One of my personal pet peeves That a lot of Particularly rappers and MCs do Voice notes Of their mum talking Yeah Oh quite a few of them do that (laughs) Yeah So this is how the car Of five starts off It starts off with Lil Wayne's (laughs) mum Dropping some like Voice note Or voice message Or whatever Saying
3: hello Sounds gonna
1: be great I know So I'm like To be honest Unless you stay otherwise I just assume your mum loves you You know so yeah. really, really and truly, what are you saying to me?
4: Like, S- SZA has that a lot on her
1: album. Um, does she? Yeah. yeah. Oh, With her grandma.
4: Um, yeah, no. But you see, I feel like
0: that flow actually does it. I, I might just, need to listen to the album again.
1: Um, who else had it? Um, Stormzy had it and everyone went mad for it. Um, I do think Dave Dave has it as well. And it's, to me, it's, yeah. it's, it says nothing. Like, your mum loves you. I don't care. Like, everyone's <laughs> mum loves them. That's not special. Do yeah,
2: you know what that's I mean? True.
1: Like, if you write a track about your mum and you and your mum's relationship, mm-hmm. maybe. But coming on and your mum telling you she's proud of you because you're out here making, of course your mum's proud of you. Why would she not be? Um, it no, really it don't depends, make no really. sense to me. It makes I think that is a very like it's, um, a lazy thing to do now.
0: It might like, just was like, oh, let's just we've got a couple of minutes to mm, throw in. Let's just throw in a voice note yeah, from the mother. Yeah, like mom, just, just just big it up. It's gonna be on yeah. the. it's gonna mm-hmm. be on the album. I need you to tell me that you love me. <laughs> just basically, that's what's happening. That's what's happening. It's like every MC is mm-hmm. like just
1: getting their mom to WhatsApp them all these voice notes saying that. <laughs> <laughs> that's gonna be chat number four. <laughs>
0: Actually, mum, you might need to do that again. That's yeah, how you're
1: yeah. Like, come mm. on, do and better. Malcolm, you cry a little bit? <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> Maybe pray, <laughs> do you know what I mean? They love a little pray in the native tongue as well. Yeah. Wow.
4: Some words of wisdom as trust well. Me, yeah.
1: Trust me, trust nah, me. Throwing a it's, proverb.
4: It's, it's, yeah. it's, it's not for
1: me. It's not for me. Uh, a couple of shows, if you have time, to talk about a couple of gigs that yeah, are coming sure. up. Uh, so uh, Spotify, it's Who We Be show. I think it's the second one they're doing at Ali Pali. Um, which is basically like uh, one of those shows with a lot of artists on the bill. Um, Yeah, it's, um, it's, I think... The way the market It's a bit like an indoor wireless, if that
0: makes any sense. Oh,
1: is it? Yeah, because they do it like in autumn type times. Missed do you know it last who did year.
4: Did that Apple? Apple used to do like these. Do you know ones. what? It's
1: more like that. Yeah. actually. that's a bit of comparison. Do they
4: still? I did... don't know, but I remember signing up for them. The, the ones, ones they never in got yeah Me too. Yes. Yeah, yeah, the, yeah, yeah. Was it in the Roundhouse?
1: Roundhouse. Yeah, yeah. Yes,
0: yeah, yeah. and I signed up to loads of them, and I got is that like a guest list. Yeah, so you had to kind of like sign up through like Apple, your mm-hmm. your thingy, and then kind of say that you want to go to these ones, pick mm. all of them mm. and hope that you get a ticket. Yeah. yeah. Um there was quite a few that i'd sign up for and then i signed up for one i was just like i'm not going to go see it and i actually got into it i was like i'm not going to this like <laughs> yeah. i wanted to see someone else but you know
1: oh they gave you the consolation yeah yeah now nah, sometimes it's not about i was like you want no, to see you what can you can miss me, me with
0: that I don't want to see that person. yeah
1: but uh spotify who you be you can just buy tickets online so there's none of this oh. sign up lottery type thing yeah, yeah yeah oh the
0: thing with the apple apple one is that it was free Oh, I think it was free. Oh, yeah, see, this free. is this, free.
1: This ain't free. I will tell you that free. With all the um,
0: money Spotify makes, you can't make people like for free.
1: Nah, more money, more I hope money. How like tight you guys more are paying money. for
0: your
3: Spotify thingy? Trust you me, you won't ever catch me mm. paying for
1: Spotify. What, you ain't got that premium?
2: No,
3: Hell, I don't know. You ain't got that premium. I have Apple. I know what you're saying. Yes, premium. I don't even have a music app on my phone. <laughs> <laughs> what do you mean? I go on YouTube. Huh? Uh, Why? on YouTube what do you mean Well, oh, me? I listen to SoundCloud actually what, hey, I don't adver- have like Apple Music or Spotify
1: no. but YouTube like advert in the middle of the song what do you do I'm
4: oh. just so used to it now nah
1: that's not life
4: <laughs> guys can I just that- say about ad blocker on YouTube no adverts on your laptop ad blocker extension oh, oh I need that. Yeah. I might need
0: to get I might because some of these ads That like, don't get me wrong I want to help some of these YouTubers and stuff but you yeah. can't be having ad every two minutes Trust in your me, videos yeah, you're yeah. I'm idea. about to click off because that's what I do anyway that's another rant for another day <laughs>
1: Yeah, yeah, so Spotify Who We Be, that's in November. Ali Pali, Ray is gonna be there. Um, oh, I like AJ, yeah, Ray's gonna be there. AJ Tracy, who I really, really like, despite being a Tottenham fan, is actually one of my favorite MCs. Uh, and guess who I support by me saying that? Um, and another show that uh, I'm, I'm actually going to is ne- I don't know how you say her name, Naya? Naya? Neo,
0: Neo I've Yeah. I've never Neo. heard her
1: say her own name, so I I say Neo in my head. Yeah. Then I say it out loud and I'm like...
0: Is it Neo? 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 See, that's, that's yeah, what Neo. I'm between. It's Neo.
1: It's Neo. It's Neo. Yeah, so she's going to be playing in March. It's one of them ones where the tickets oh. just came out and just had to cop them because, boy, she is one of my favorite... UK artist at the moment. She's dripping new music now. so okay. yeah, I think she's, she's just dri-
0: come out with an... Uh, is it an EP or an album? I can never tell which one is No, it. No, no, no.
1: no. It's, it's, I don't think it is an EP. I think, I she's think it's an album. Teasing new tracks from the album. Yeah. yeah. Uh, so there's three tracks out on Spotify. If you're finding neo, one a more. Spoke about grime, so want a more. Soulful vibe. I like what I'm hearing so far. Okay. Um, It's a lot more melancholic than her first album. Uh, so I like that she's trying to go into a different direction. That's always good, you know, seeing an artist go and stuff. Initially, it was a bit like, hmm, it's a bit blue. And then one track, I heard her swear and I was like, oh, <laughs> hold on a minute. How
0: she,
2: dare she? she? sounds, You know, <laughs> she's
1: one of got one of them sweet sounding yeah. voices. Yeah. So to hear her swearing, it took me about three, four listens to actually like, be comfortable with it <laughs> And it wasn't like Some minor swears Dropping F-bombs I was like oh. whoa.
4: Um, I only Dale, please. I only heard her recently And mm. Another Lifetime Is one of my favourite songs Yeah oh, I, be, I am killing that song Right yeah. now To be honest But it's
0: not my song On the week But I was yeah. killing that song For the longest time Because when I heard it I was like how
2: come
0: I've never yeah. heard of her before? And then I downloaded cut, like all her like EPs oh. and albums to kind of listen to. Still haven't listened to them. Yeah, yet.
1: no, a dope artist. Look, very much looking forward to seeing her, even though it's in like, what, five, six months.
0: Oh, okay. Oh, wow. Yeah, yeah. But sometimes just, you know,
1: this, this shows patience. out. You got, yeah, patience. And also no patience because you've got to <laughs> those tickets. Also, I, I'm one of them people who now feel silly because I copped them Lauren Hill tickets in, for December. And you know how she cancelled the show.
0: <laughs> but why?
1: She, she answered. No, why? But
0: why? Why? Okay, Come so on. let me explain You're why. You're one of those people. I look and do Nah, and I nah, nah, nah,
1: nah. Let me, explain, let me explain. Let me explain. Let me explain. Let
0: me explain. We're about to
1: have beef right now. So I've know. seen Lauren Hill before. Yeah? Okay. I've seen her before in Brixton. Yeah. And everyone was saying the same thing. So much so that even in the gig itself, a couple of people left. They were like, nah, she's doing too much remix. You know how people, people treat, like Miss Education is one of them albums that
0: Well, it's the only album, but okay. <laughs> it's, the only album, but
1: it's the one of them albums that people love on a spiritual level. Yeah. Do you know what I mean? Yeah. It's one of those albums that You don't yeah, want to remix. Exactly. No. So when she did a little remix here and there, people was vexed. They left, yeah. Me, I said, nah, I'm staying, but I paid money for these tickets. So <laughs> however it goes down, is that like it goes it's down. About to be litty. <laughs> Then now she starts doing tracks from the school, from Fuji's the school. No remix, no nothing. It was a vibe. I'm so glad I stayed. Then now, after we leave the show, we met um Emily Sandé, fellow Zambian. Oh come my on. God, I
4: fucking love her. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, Oh my God.
1: And then now, we're like, you know what? Yeah, I heard Lauren likes to come and meet the fans after blah, blah, blah. So we just go hang out for a bit and she comes out. And I met her, chatted to wow. her, she signed my little book, I
3: was like, oh my goodness. So you got your money's worth?
1: I got my money's worth. Okay, okay, I get her. it now,
3: I get where you're going
1: in so, December. So, <laughs> so, my girl was like, oh, these learn Hill tickets, shall we book them? And I told her, obviously, the story that, you know, mm-hmm. I had these negative experiences about Lone Hill, I had a good one. And then she cancelled her shows, what are they? C- shows for March in September? And like, Wow! she's going to cancel this show, isn't she? So, Yeah. Hopefully we get our money back for that okay. also booked this for D'Angelo And that got cancelled wow. Over the summer Oh
2: is it? Yeah because yeah.
1: Stephen Stephen
4: recommended that actually. Oh
1: D'Angelo? Yeah Yeah he's sick I've seen him twice He's <sighs> amazing He's amazing live yeah
4: I was going to say Emily Sunday is one of the mm. best people I've ever seen live in my life Like quality For like her singing voice Is like stunning And like she just delivers I just have to say it Because she's so cool
1: <laughs> And fellow Zambian as well Yeah
4: fellow Zambian Okay <laughs>
0: I feel like there's a lot of
4: a lot of Zambians kind of just like doing we're
1: stuff. We're sick. Why can't we doing it?
4: Yeah, for a, for a small population, we're doing it.
1: We're doing it all right. Fair point. Shout out to everyone in Zambia though. It's a bit of a struggle there right now. So. <laughs> but that's for another podcast, boy. <laughs>
4: um.
0: So what else has been happening? Film and TV wise. Mm-hmm. Um. So has anybody, obviously, anybody, you must have, knots and Crosses by, is it Mallory or Mark? Mar- Mallory. Mallory. Mallory Black Blackman. Yeah. Mallory
1: Blackman, yeah. Yes, thank you. <laughs> you really <laughs> I mean, are not good with names,
0: are no, you? No, I'm not. Wow. Even a very simple name, mm-hmm. I still can't get it right. Um so uh it's been announced that Jay-Z is to bring Knots and Crosses to the TV to our TV screens. Wow. Mm-hmm. Um and actually Mallory endorsed it. Yeah. Because I remember I think I saw her tweet about it saying something about it and been like, Yeah, it's happening. So this is gonna be I think it's gonna be under the Rock Nation. So Rock Nation will be producing it. Um so yeah. So I find it quite interesting because obviously it was announced earlier this year that it's coming to theatre yeah
4: pilot theatre yeah
0: so it's doing and then it's doing a tour as well isn't it yeah so because I, I remember I was like oh I'm gonna see it at the Stratford Arts is
4: it Stratford
0: Stratford Circus yeah Stratford Stratford Circus. Circus. Yes. Yes. Um, so it's kind of like do we want to see it in theatre and then potentially have it in tv the following year are we ready for these two things obviously us as being You know, UK residents It would probably be different for obviously people across the pond Unless they're in the UK and want to see it in theatre But how do we feel about this kind of like story Potentially coming to the screen?
3: I don't think I want to see it on screen Yeah And I don't think, like as respectful as I can be I don't think Jay-Z should be the one to bring it there Obviously it's a story that's come out quite a long time ago So to us, it's quite a classic Yeah, And I feel like there were a lot, I don't know there's a lot more better people that could have put it on a set on screen story than him and i just feel like if he does it it may just taint it a bit mm. like we don't want it to be american we don't want the story to be compromised we don't want certain things to you know turn into like i don't know empire or power times too mm. like i think just because it's a classic sometimes like leave it alone and i think even bringing it to fair i think that's respectful enough that's a great platform to put it on. And that's why we don't need it on screen. Maybe if we didn't have it in theatre and it wasn't getting revived, we'd want to see it somewhere else. But yeah. we've, we've got it back now. So I don't know. But
0: I, I, I definitely agree with you because yeah. like, I just feel like to have it come out in theatre. Yeah, I that's, think that's good enough, great. ain't it? Yeah. To then have it on TV. Nah, you're doing too much. Yeah. Yeah. Come on. And and let's, uh, let us I'm enjoy. happy for her though. Definitely. Yeah, I writer, definitely. It's like, this
3: is amazing because she wrote it so long ago. So it's like, it's great that people are recognising it now. But at the same time, it's like, Please don't
4: let this be what spoils the story. Yeah. Because the story's so good as it is. Do you know what I mean? Yeah. And also I think that like there's something nice about it being British theatre here for black British artists because mm-hmm. so much of um the black British experience is filtered through American Eyes mm. and um, and having it in theatre and having Heather do it. Heather is such a fabulous actress, gonna just say, who's doing it for who's in pilot theatre. Um so she um yeah, she's playing the lead in that. And um I think that just knowing the people and the community who are making it just makes it so much more. Like, I feel really invested. I'm like, I'm going to give you my money. I'm going to yeah. give you my money. I'm going to come to the theatre. I'm going to come to Stratford Circus on the other side of London for me. Come <laughs> and see the show. Well, for Jay-Z, I mean, like, yeah, as you said, I don't know why, why he wants well, to he's it. he's getting out of it. Mm. How about you?
1: You know what, yeah. So obviously, like everybody, I read the book. And now looking back at the story and the crux of the story, I just think how this play in 20. 20- Eighteen, maybe 2019 when it comes out um because i don't think i'm a massive spoiler yeah. to say what the story is which is essentially a world where the paradigms of being black and being white are oh my
0: god you've it for me because i haven't read it and no,
1: i'm joking <laughs> Boy. I, mean, I haven't read
0: it i, I have yeah. all the books but i haven't read it
1: are and you, like are you being serious hold on, hold on. i thought she was joking are you being serious yeah you're being serious
0: i'm being serious
1: Rotted. I don't know I what know. To Do you say know what, what are you waiting
0: for? In it? T- to be honest with you I've got just so many books Like I've got a <laughs> list of books that I'm still trying to get through no. And it, it's there I've literally bought All like all of them How many is it?
4: I think it's like I don't know I only read I read the first one yeah. No no, no no There's no, a trilogy there's, And she recently I'm bought out The last one maybe Yeah,
1: yeah. Maybe the next two one was years like ago Knife knife edge and checkmate
0: And a knife for an eye.
1: Oh, an iPhone, yeah. an Yeah, yeah, yeah. See, yeah.
0: I even bought that when it came out, and it's still <laughs> on my bookshelf. I haven't read it. I'm so confused. Where have I been? I need to get these books Where now. Where have you been? That's okay, so question. I don't feel. I feel less bad now because Mumba's only read one of
2: them. Yeah, <laughs> I, I, I was I like, think, that's think
1: it. Everyone has definitely read the first one, <laughs> yeah. but I don't know about the rest of them. But for me, it, it's it's at the time I was like, oh yeah, this is revolutionary, crazy. The, the story in and of itself is a good story, but can I vibe with now? Having grown um that race reverse type story, can I vibe with it personally mm-hmm. now? I feel very differently about the story itself. Um, I don't know. I'm looking at you, like you don't know the story. <laughs> <laughs> Do kind of know I the
2: story feel very that,
1: differently. <laughs> <laughs> I feel very differently about the story itself now mm-hmm. than when I first read it, if that makes any sense. Yeah. Um, and I just wonder if a lot of us should feel differently about the story. Like it's one of those, I think a lot of um, people kind of that age, mid-twenties, early thirties type of thing um, relate to it on that. Like a childhood, it's Mm. a childhood memory uh, and relate to it on that level being black and British and whatever. But boy, I, I... struggle now to look back at that story and think yeah it's relatable and also i struggle to think this is a good thing to be put on a mainstream platform like tv whoever's bringing it there um because i think i i I fear i guess that it might fuel foolish reverse racism kind of arguments you know like everyone's able to hate everyone blah 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 because that's the whole thing but it's like well that's cool and everything, but that's a fake world. And this is real life.
2: Yeah. Mm. So,
1: and people, people struggle to accept real life. Do you know what I mean? And Very real true. racism in the yeah. real world. So to put out something that uh, kind of says, essentially part of the moral of the stories if we were in power we would treat them the same and i'm like
0: "Hmm." yeah i get what you mean yeah Yeah,
1: so personally that's my my thing that i've seen that's an
0: interesting yeah i i I, I, yeah i I view the
1: story totally totally differently and yeah i I, that's the reason i don't want anyone to really bring it on screen if it does come on screen well i watch it yeah out of curiosity um but yeah i just don't vibe with the story like i used to to Mm. be honest i feel like i've just deflated the room now. <laughs> <laughs> no, that,
4: that's an yeah. interesting yeah because yeah. Yeah, yeah.
0: I, yeah, I didn't look at it from that in that way mm. and yes i do know a bit of the story <laughs> um but I, kind of like hearing you say it like that i'm like ah, mm. oh, yeah do we want to bring that out in that
2: mm.
0: and especially like with kind of like television how would it then be glamorized is there a certain way they would now kind of like yeah and colorism like, Yeah,
4: exactly Colorism, that's why I just don't want to see as well Oh
0: yeah, that's true So in saying that Who do we want To potentially play the lead? Oh I don't know the lead's name What's the lead's name? Steffi- oh my god
1: <laughs> I feel like How am I even saying this?
0: <laughs> <laughs> oh. I'm sorry, my baby What was the food name?
3: Something weird per- 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 Persephone? Or something like that
0: I don't remember
4: I not we-
3: remember I remember what it looks like, I, I, I don't remember what ever it saying like. it out loud. And I
1: remember looking at it for boy.
3: Yeah, it's gonna be a struggle the name to read. That I just have to read. But then they, sh- <laughs> they said
1: Persephone, and I was like, I could, I could vibe with
3: that one there.
1: I think it's, I think it's pronounced Persephone though. I've grown and learned things I
4: never knew. Growth, growth,
1: oh, yeah,
4: growth, yeah yeah, 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 yeah. Wow, I'm not sure how I would want to see I think it's one I of those Google. things
1: that a new face it, m- it might exactly be a new face that comes out of nowhere because I think everyone who I can think about. Might just be, yeah, too old for the role. Yeah. I think it's something that, yeah, it's one of those, a new face. Even bursts.
0: Letitia Wright?
1: Letitia, oh, she's no, baby-faced. I,
3: yeah. I think she's a real old, baby-faced,
1: yeah. but she could do it because she's so baby-faced. Like, how old is she in real life? Not
3: sure. I
0: think she's like in her 20s. Boy,
1: she's one of them people that could be any age. If you told me yeah. she's 30, yeah, I'd be like, yeah, cool. If you told me she's <laughs> 21, I'd be like, yeah, cool. <laughs> <laughs> Wouldn't argue. Um, Letitia, Letitia would be good in the role. Leticia should be good in the role mm. um, But yeah, I think, you know More people want to come up Like, I think yeah. it's one for I Yeah, there like is actually a, lot of a, young, have... a young kid on to come them. up to do yeah. Absolutely That's Absolutely. what I would like I to see personally
0: Yeah
2: mm-hmm. Don't care about
1: Callum and them And they're like it's, Yeah, it's,
2: yeah. Oh my
1: God. This is this is quite the stressful.
2: Oh, the, the other oh, guy. no
1: no no Don't act like no, you know. No, you're sending like Callum was nah, your best friend. Don't beg That's it. <laughs> I was like, oh, wrong Callum. Beg <laughs> it. You <laughs> don't know who I'm talking about. No, nah, oh, I us Move on. D- let's I, I, move okay, on. Okay, please. look, guys. Oh, I did stress. read
0: like the first chapter and oh, I put it down. <laughs> Not because it was oh, like bad.
1: You saw Persephone and you struggled, didn't it? You're like, nah. I can't rise with this name for the rest of the book.
0: To be honest with you, it's kind of like. I, I've got a new toy, which is a new book, and I was like, "That looks shiny," and I picked that up oh, and okay. to, you know. Okay,
1: that's your story in it. Yeah, it and, you choose. and I'm Stick sticking it. to
0: it. <laughs> um, but moving on th- swiftly, theatre, theatre. Oh God, I need to talk in the mic. Theatre news, um, wise. So. Um, the National Theatre did their kind of like they announced their new season for, I think, 20, is it 2018 or 2019? Um, a lot of, well, I'm not going to lie to you, I didn't read it. Um, (laughs) I haven't looked at anything that the National has done in quite a while. Um, but one that was brought to our attention was they, uh, they announced that they're going to be doing a, adaptation of the small island which was a book written by is it um andrea levy yeah um and it was and it's going to be directed by rufus norris who is the artistic director of the national theater Mm -hmm. um and um and it will be premiering in the olivier theater but hear this now this is what's quite interesting yeah what um how it's going to be adapted to was it wasn't the Stage? To the stage, that's it. It's like I forgot. <laughs> it's gonna be adapted by a white writer. Yeah. So loads of people have been coming forward and saying, But why? Yeah. Why is this? What is everybody's thoughts?
4: <laughs>
0: <laughs>
1: especially especially <laughs> I think having two um young black British theatre makers, a young black British writer in here. Yeah. I think what are your thoughts and also how does this make you feel about your journey into you know where you are now getting to black ice i know atlanta you've been talking a lot about your journey um and how much you had to kind of do it off your own back not to put words into your mouth but yeah in that context as well how do you feel about this how does it relate to your experiences both of you uh as young black women in the uk trying to make theater happen um so
3: am i right in thinking that it was a black writer that wrote it originally yeah 100 yeah, yeah um I think it's quite disrespectful to put it like quite simply. I think there's definitely a lot of talented black writers that could have adapted it. And I feel like, do you know, certain jobs just are not for certain people and not to be not to be rude or ignorant in that way. But I just feel like why at this time and in this climate did they need a white writer to adapt it? Mm -hmm. Like what does that say to the literally the pool of black writers that we've got or even the writer herself? Couldn't she be trusted with her own work to adapt it? So I think, for me personally, I see it as a bit of a
4: kick in the back. But if the writer's cool with it, then who am I to say anything? Mm. Um, What I was going to say that really irks me about this is that the Olivier stage hasn't had any black British women on there who are writers or directors. And then to do that and have it adapted by a white writer and as well as have it directed by Rufus Norris, is like, can you just get someone, give us something? Mm. And also what's really sad is that I know people who are dramaturgs who work in theatre who are black. And it's like, why don't you just get them? Mm. Why not get writers? And they have Inua Elms who is directing um, Three Sisters in that same season in the Littleton Theatre on the other side, like, yeah, in the Littleton Theatre. And then they have... um, Natasha Gordon who's just written Nine Night and that's her first play. And you're like you have a pool of people there. Like why aren't you using that's just like me like not even having in done in-depth research of tags and people yeah. in the industry. It's kind of like come on. Yeah. Like just just pick someone else i think what they're trying to do which is kind of like
0: how do we trust you national right now Mm. is that they're trying to be like oh we're inclusive and diverse and we believe in the importance of telling black stories or you know because obviously we know that it is um a story around the wind obviously wind rush and all of that stuff yeah we we value those stories but yeah do you know what let's just What we're going to do is make sure a white writer adapts it. So, you know, we feel a bit, you know, included, Mm. but, you know, it's still your story, but we want to feel like we're a part of it. And it's just kind of like, when are you just going to, especially when was that, like you said, when was the last time they actually, they've never put anything of a black kind of like black writer or a, a black, a black play Onto the Olivier Theatre. No. Ex- like, onto yeah. the Olivier stage. It's never happened. The only one the- is
4: Les Blancs, which was like Lorraine Hansberry, who's a great writer and she's American, but like where are the British yeah. writers? Mm.
1: And in terms of the second half of the question, in terms of how that, how does that scene that relate to your personal stories, um, getting into the world of theatre and making theatre?
3: It makes me quite protective of my stories, actually. <laughs> I'll tell a story really quickly, actually, because I think I had to go through this experience to really value my work. But I wrote a short play called The Currency of Sex. <laughs> Sorry, I'm really laughing. You have but to that laugh was or you was in.
0: Oh, yeah, Rachel, your sister. Yeah, um, my sister's in it. So come and oh, hear the joke. She was in it.
3: <laughs> yeah, the original. So I had it for... It was a 10-minute short. that I originally had at the um, Her Story Festival yeah. and your sister acted in it. One of the actor's story was basically... These are two women. Um, they're two sex workers. One's in a Nigerian brothel and one's a high-class escort in London. And in the um, debrief at the front the Character instructions, etc., these were both to be black women, and for me, that was a pivotal point because I didn't want it to be a race thing, I wanted to show that we've got a high class escort and someone who's obviously not. <clears throat> so, this was picked up for a rapid right response night at a certain theater, and you they said, you put gave it
4: away with rapid right response. Is that the no, thing? no, no, they do
3: it at a lot of theaters. okay? Good
4: because I was like, oh, that one, <laughs> <No.
3: clears throat> so you can tell us the theater afterwards, <laughs> so yeah, I probably know. not for the best, but um, <laughs> they put a right director to um to adapt this for me for another 10 minutes short. And this director um, didn't invite me into rehearsals. To be honest, I was working, so I didn't have a problem with that and I was happy to just go and see it on a day. When I saw him, he'd casted a white woman as the high class escort and a Indian woman as the Nigerian woman. Oh and my suddenly, you know, Rage! I, was, I was in the uh, audience Literally, with tears in my eyes because the narrative completely changed. It was suddenly we've got this white classy escort that's making thousands of pounds, and then you've got this Indian who can't pronounce all these Nigerian foods. Like it was just a mess. And for me, after that, I was like, I can't really just trust anyone with my work Mm. because something so simple as a character change completely changed the narrative, and it was suddenly about race. And for me, when I wrote it, it was never about race. Mm. So yeah, as a writer, I'm very protective over my work. Oh my honestly. Because mm. something mm. so simple, a director can just change mm. the whole atmosphere of the piece. Yeah, it was
4: atrocious. No, nah, he And <laughs> as you said So you wrote, livid. <laughs> yeah. You wrote it in the front. Yeah. So no, like yeah. they can't they're not meant to do that. No, yeah. no, no, they're not. It states. It was very, the, very disrespectful. Yeah. Yeah. That's so that's that's wow. terrible. Yeah.
3: Yeah. No, that's
1: it wild. was heartbreaking, honestly. Yeah, no, I can imagine.
4: It was just
3: it changed the whole story. Yeah. Because of the character, not to give it away, to give it away. One of the characters, she dies of um AIDS at the end. The character that's living in Nigeria and the other character, she manages to walk away from this life of sex work because she's made enough money to, you know, go back to normality and it was suddenly like, oh, so the white woman's fine, the black one dies. Mm. And it's just like, oh my God, it was never meant to be like this. Mm. Mm. It
1: becomes like poverty porn. The Literally, porn, yeah. and you've got,
3: all as, like as that, yeah. a theater that predominantly has a lot of white people, the theater that this was in, it was suddenly like, I'm just bringing a black story to stage to be mm. laughed at. It's mm. no longer sensitive. And for me as a black writer, it was just like, never. Like, mm. never. Like, it was just disgusting. Mm.
2: Mm.
4: Yeah, it's my story. wow Wow. um (laughs) gosh i think for me like um i so this is going to make sense in a second but i read the book slay in your lane which i think every black girl needs to read. still reading that book by the way is that the
1: is that the culture book or is that another black girl's bible oh black
4: girl's bible yeah yeah, um and it was so informative and it tells you about the different ways in which like we can address um, sort of racism and discrimination and how it's important to also know that everyone tackles it differently. And I was reading, I was like, yes, that's true. Everyone tackles it differently. Some people are really like on their Twitter, like activists, like retweeting people and like sending the messages and things like that. And sometimes um, people are on the streets protesting. And one of the things is an educator. And I think that that's something I do. Like I try and just be someone who knows her facts and knows her things because mm the worst thing is when you go into white spaces and theatres is that if you don't know what you need to know then they will look at you like what the hell they're Mm -hmm. like I mean like what the hell they'll be like you don't know enough okay bye so like I'm always trying to be on my toes and be like um, have the information and be ready because I think that when those things happen when like when these buildings ask you to do something you can be like right here i am i'm prepared i mean it's really it's shitty that we have to do that because it means that if we do feel like normal people um it can it it can be a detriment to us and other people like we did not ask council application for this show black eyes and we got it and it's amazing but like like we had to ask so many different people to get help um and I think that it was just so nerve wracking asking also the right people for help as well, and knowing like we are three black women applying for arts council grow- yeah. yeah, who can you trust that will give yeah. us the right, like, advice? It's mm. so it was so kind of it was kind of stressful. So I think that yeah, so I always try and know what I'm like, know what I'm doing, and prepare. I'm I try and be prepared.
0: Yeah, I I want to be like that because <laughs> to be honest with you, sometimes I don't know if my facts are accurate. I tend to kind of just be like.
4: Yeah,
0: that's really bad. <laughs> yeah. And, blah, 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 and
1: blah. But I guess the difference is there's there's one thing about kind of fact-checking because, you know, like for us, for example, we need to put out, you know, make sure the dates that we're talking about accurate and all yeah, the kind of yeah. things. But when you're, it's, it's what you mentioned there isn't necessarily fact-checking. It's almost kind of having to preempt certain questions and certain yeah. preconceptions mm. that people have of you because you're black women mm. rather than kind of fact-checking because you're potentially like an influencer or because you're putting your voice out to the people like yeah. it's right for us me and our uh, jewels to fact check for what we do on this side of the mic but for you in your kind of job trying to create art to fact check mm. in that kind of way um or what Atlanta what you said to um have to be so mindful now and so kind of protective of your work I think it's just a little bit of a shame because yeah it's just uh, yeah it it just adds like it can't be easy for anyone to mm. get into this game, oh, and it just it's yeah. just one of those things where it's just another level. And I think it's interesting you both told us told us your different stories because I think that really will tell people listening that these are actually the the, the barriers that exist because you're black women. You know, people can say, "Well, is it self inflicted? Is it something that's mental?" But you're actually giving um, life and and um, actually making me see and making your audience. Yeah. See why it is actually that that you go through and what those barriers are. So uh, I just had a question following up from your story, Atlanta. Mm-hmm. So, um, so Mumba's your director for this show. Um, I'm right in thinking this is your first kind of feature length. Um, play.
3: so um, I wrote this and had it performed before a yeah. year ago. So that yeah, it was my first at that time. But mm-hmm. since then, I wrote the show. I actually spoke to you about mm. in that story, the currency of sex. I adapted that to a full length play. Okay. So that had a um rehearsed reading. So I would say this is probably like my third time putting on a full length piece. Okay.
1: So was it because of the experience you had, which you told in that story, did that influence your choice to find a black woman to be your director for Black Ice?
3: Um, I would say definitely, definitely. Mm. I think approaching directors, I definitely have that in the back of my head. Who Mm. will respect my work, who will not change it to the point of no return Mm. and who really understands. And I think finding Mumba was quite organic because she originally played the lead actress when, it, um, when we had it played the first time. Mm-hmm. So for me, it was like, okay, Mumba's had this natural um, like evolution into director. Who else could I pick? Who else would understand the narrative as much as her? Mm. So for me, there wasn't much looking.
1: Yeah, that makes <laughs> it, that's, that's beautiful. And Mumba, a question for you, if I can.
3: Yeah.
1: Um, as a director with this piece and maybe like looking forward into your career, is how important is it for you to direct shows written by black women is that something that you actively think about obviously you and that have of a personal relationship um but was that some does that influence your decisions or will it influence your decisions on what shows you choose to take on
4: i think so because also like with acting i don't always have that same choice and i think as a director i have that choice like i have that freedom and um someone i, I Director, I was assisting. He asked me, like, what What do you want to do? Like, what is the directing you want to do? And I was like, I want to make theater for the communities. Like, he's like, that's bullshit. What do you actually like? Be specific. And I was like, I want to make theater for Black women. That's all. Like, I want to see myself. I want to see my mum. I want to see my grandma. I want to see those people. Um, and that, and that's what I do most of the time. Like, I want to also help and empower other Black women. Um. I've been lucky enough to go to the intro, do and finish a course at the Young Vic on a directing course. And that's also how I met, um, how Alanda saw me direct something. I directed one of her short pieces called Black Boys Don't Cry. Um, And so, uh, yeah, that's always something for me. Like I will always seek out and go towards women and women of colour, but a lot of the time black women.
2: Mm. That's super dope. Yeah,
0: I'm just sitting here thinking, wow. (laughs) And also I was going back onto the... um, kind of like telling our like telling our stories and stuff like that and the importance of kind of allowing it to remain as authentic as possible. Mm. Um I think this is why it's important that, you know, the face of the decision makers need to change. Yeah. You know, I, I'm always speaking about it all the time. Like let's like you you guys talk so highly about diversity and mm. how it's important, then make that change. Get the people that are deciding, that are funding, that are mm. are like you know, directors within kind of like these kind of establishments Let's get a, a more diverse kind of like, you know yeah. outlook Because it's just getting ridiculous now You're you you you're trying, but you're not really trying Do you it's get what true. I mean?
1: Yeah, and let me call Rufus out on that actually Because it's super interesting that this happened in the National under his watch mm-hmm. So he's been on record stating that And I was at a talk where he said mm-hmm. this um, That uh, the National are pushing for they've got a certain a certain numbers that they're pushing for of um B A M E or whatever yeah. the, the term is now Funny
0: enough just to, just before you continue yeah. he announced that when I was working there it well. back in 2016 so, yeah. so these are the targets
1: that they're trying to hit by is it 2020 or something I like that I believe so yeah and a big part of it was we don't want it to just be on the stage talent they want yeah. it to be mm-hmm. behind the stage talent as well now here's the story that you've got which actually, if you haven't, if you don't know this island story, I haven't read it, but I saw the TV adaptation. It's not even an all black cast type mm-hmm. of thing. Do you know what I mean, it's, it's uh, a number of the cast are like Jamaican, other cast are like white English. So mm-hmm. it's not even like a, it's a story of black people. Yeah. Um, But it's not a all black type story. So here you are with this story written by a black person um, about some experiences of black people in this country so you've already got the on stage talent built into the story anyway um you've got the opportunity to have behind the stage talent uh black talent working on it and then you don't take it he himself takes the opportunity yeah. to direct it and uh mm. employees are, um uh a, a writer who isn't black to adapt it so it's a bit like this is kind of
4: Going it's against bookie, what do you, yeah. know what I mean? you against initially what it is. announced, and the
1: thing you said about uh, it being in the Olivier as well. Um, obviously, what is it? Barbershop Chronicles was there. Nine Barbershop Chronicles was not in the Olivier, it, but it in, was in, in the door for Yeah, yeah, yeah. Where all the at the national, shows came. Exactly, so, exactly. That was at the national nine night as well. Mm-hmm. So both of those shows came back for second runs. Yeah,
2: yeah.
1: And uh, I don't know if that was always in the plans. Do you know what I mean? Like you don't know what is spoken mm. about in the uh you know the halls of power and stuff. But to me it was really super interesting that these shows it's almost it comes across, and unless I'm otherwise told, this is just mm. my opinion, how that came across to me. It came across a little bit like let's give them their little run. Let's give them their time, whatever.
2: Oh absolutely. They did so yeah.
1: well. They banged they sold didn't what they expect,
0: did. It didn't expect it to do so didn't well. Didn't expect
1: it. They mm. were reviewed very, very highly mm-hmm. both of them were reviewed very, very highly. And um yeah it's like we bring them back again yeah. rather than kind of giving them the long runs that they probably deserved in the first place yeah. um and actually putting them on in your main um in your main uh, stage. stage on your main stage so yeah i think it's a little bit of that happening like i think atlanta said that uh i think it was you jews that said you know good enough for this but not good enough for that that's mm. how it kind of feels yeah to me by someone especially someone who said you know We're making all this effort for all these reasons, and so are you, though? Are you really? So yeah, I agree with you. We need we need people in those positions who actually have a bigger incentive to create yeah. that change Absolutely. like we got the young Vic at the moment so yes yeah yeah and also yeah.
4: they have a program called artistic directors of the future and i think that's amazing where there's a group of people who have been working in the theater who are from diverse backgrounds who are learning to become artistic directors and i'm so excited for when those people like kind of like are yeah ready. when they're yeah. ready to get put into buildings because some of them are some of them i met are really just on it
0: good yeah no
1: the hunger's there definitely
0: it's just obviously things like that need to take place, like mm. training for yeah. them, you know, so mm. they can go and be artistic directors of yeah. spaces yeah. that, you know, because it, it just makes me sad. But yeah. anyway,
1: shall we have the ladies talk about Black Ice? Of course. Yes, yes. please. Yes. Go on. So we've
3: made you talk I'm about gonna... everything else. Everything else apart <laughs> well, from the play that you're here exactly. to talk oh, about. So, um, Black Ice. So... Black Ice is going to be my theatre production that's at Theatre 503 from the 30th of October. If I yep, say anything stupid, Mumbo, you have to just cut okay. in. 30th of October to the 3rd of November. So um, I wrote this. I'm at Screen. I wrote this. And I've got Mumbo on board who will be directing it. Black Ice is about two women in prison, two women of colour. And the play really details their everyday life as prisoners and goes back and forth um, into their past. And really detailing how they've come to where they are now so
4: yeah we're really excited yeah and we've um something that we really tried to do um is that we have not really tried to do no we've done is that our team are all women of color um who are help who are doing like our set designer uh, um we've got a producer who used to work at the- theater 503 samara thomas who was uh, assistant producer on brother con and she was she, bro, sorry <laughs> um she's been so ha- so helpful um and yeah so we've it's a thing that we are doing that's all about diverse women. And mm-hmm. also we got, as I said, we got Arts Council funding, which is something that's really big for us, I think. because That's was, yeah. like, super dope because we, yeah. I looked at the application yeah. and I said, nah, not today. Yeah, and mm. it's hard work. Yeah, and I think that more diverse people need to apply for it because yeah. you can get it. And I yeah. think that it's just because we don't know people like who can, we can't be like, oh, hey, you did an Arts Council application. Can you help me? And I think mm-hmm. luckily I had someone, I had like someone who I had worked with um who could help me with that. But if we didn't have that, I don't know what we'd be doing. We'd be like, mm. be like swimming in that application because it's hard. Yeah. Um So yeah, I'm really excited to do it because I think I'm really keen on showing, um, having two women on stage, like showing an intimate relationship that is more, um that is not about their struggle. And I just want to show friendship. That's all I want to do. Yeah. Yeah. I just want black women to have a nice time and show friendship. I know this, this story is quite like, it's quite hard but I think that's my main thing. it's goal.
3: not a struggle story. Like no. I was talking to my friend Delia and it's like, the stories that are getting celebrated are stories of struggle.
4: Yeah. And it's like, when do
3: you ever go to the theatre and see a black show and just literally just sit back, laugh and enjoy the moment? Yeah. And I know like Barbershop done that and etc. But it's, it's not the norm to just literally know you're going to go to a show. You know, you might hear a show about slavery and you already know what you're going into yeah, and I mean, how emotionally yeah. taxing it's going to be. And I think just... With Theater 503 giving us the space to bring this story to their stage, we really just want to show that black women can literally laugh and joke and have fun. And these women are actually in prison, but the story is not about their struggle in prison. Mm. It's more so about their past life. Mm. Um, Another thing that we've done also with help from Arts Council is... So this story, the two um, characters in this story, they detail that they've um, gone through things in their life. So um, drug abuse, domestic violence, going through the care system... And we've actually been awarded funding to provide workshops in the community for women that um, are affected by these issues. Yes. Oh, oh, that's I mean, so dope. Yeah. Come that. on. Love okay. love that. <laughs> love that. Yeah. So, so for us, yeah. that's, that's a massive thing because yeah. it's like we're literally targeting the real life characters mm. that we have in our stories before they, not before they end up in prison, but it's just showing that we've got a bit more of a connection to the narrative Mm, rather than it's a story, let's never touch it again. We want to literally find people in the community that may be
4: affected by it Mm. and show them, introduce them to Fair. Literally introduce them to Fair. And also, yeah, we've been affected maybe their parents and things like that. And they're all 16 to 25 and we're giving them a complimentary ticket to the show as well. We want them to come to our post-show Q&A. So we also have a drug and alcohol specialist coming in, doing the workshop with us, well, with me and them. um, And they're going to also speak at our Q&A just so that they have the support as well. And so, yeah, so we're really, Im- we really want to give back to the community because I live in Brixton. Um, Atlanta lives in Brixton. And so mainly we're giving it to people who are in the workshops are for women in Lambeth Lath, and South. Oh, not in Lambeth. I want to say Southwark. It's not Southwark. Sorry. Definitely in Lambeth Southwark. and Wandsworth. <laughs> sorry. It's just because usually yeah. Lambeth and Southwark. So they, no. um, yeah. But it's La- Wandsworth. So, yeah. Um, just to say tickets, are pay what you can on Saturday matinee. So people get on that because you can once they go they go yeah they go and you can pay like 50p I know I'm saying that and I should get paid but (laughs) (laughs) but it makes fear affordable because you hear so often
3: like I don't want to go fear I don't want to spend this much Mm. and it's like for a ticket that you can get for 50p, I don't really yeah. want to hear anything, you know? Because <laughs> 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 if, if, if you don't like yeah. the show, it's fine for 50 it's 50p. Pence, do you yeah. know what I mean? Yeah. yeah. So I love when theatres have that kind of opportunity where it can be affordable. Because as much as we do want you to come and spend your money, we want you to also just believe in the show enough to realise that we still want you there, even mm. if you are going to pay 50p. Yeah.
4: Like, come down. Mm. And I also think that with black theatre, like, it's not always about, oh, no, black not just black theater but diverse theater it's about watching it and seeing like what could be improved or what you enjoyed about it and what isn't because sometimes i think we i was speaking to some people about a show i saw and they're like i just didn't like it and it's like but what like it's a diverse show like let's dissect it what is good Mm. about it like let's understand the merit that it has in this place i think that theater 503 is now really having more diverse stories but i think this is one of the first few times like black women are doing it there Mm. um so it's really exciting for us. So come and support in whatever way that is.
1: Fantastic. And where can people get those tickets? If it's if five
3: three. Yeah. That's it.
4: That's it. <laughs> I can't wait.
0: You've like... Because I've been like watching you guys on Twitter and kind oh, of like, like stuff Twitter like that. Mm-hmm. Um, And I've been like, yes, I'm going to cut me a ticket for that show. Because I'm... Please do. Uh, how... How I'm trying to like mm. this year because normally here, when we don't record, I like to be on hiatus from theatre. Yeah, because when I began this, I was like, Oh, theatre every single day of the week. <laughs> oh my god, <laughs> yes. Then afterwards, I realized I'm too tired for this. Mm. I get home at 11 o'clock at night and have work the next day. Mm. It's you know, and now I kind of more kind of select the shows that I want to see because it's all well and good trying to see shows and mm. doing reviews and. I, I, sometimes i sit in shows and i'm like why am i here why exactly. did i why mm. did i agree to this because especially
4: if they don't have if they have a matinee i'm mean not matinee so an interval and you're like i could have could have been wrapped up and i could have been out by nine yeah. mm. there's quite a few Just shows that i go. have seen
0: and it's quite a few shows that i've not returned from the matinee and think, thank <laughs> god <laughs> it's i was able to get home <laughs> in time for about nine o'clock nine thirty, in my bed ready to kind of chill you know but no, I'm definitely going to see the show. And I think oh, yes, it's important, you. you know, like you said, for stories like these, it's just like, just to see just like black women, just like everybody else. Do you know mm-hmm. what I mean? Not having, not, you don't have to see us in the struggle. Do you get what I'm saying? Yeah, the struggle does happen, but we laugh with each other. Mm-hmm. You know, we share moments with each other. You know, we talk together, it, just like any other person. You know, we experience those things is that at the end of the day, we're human beings. Yeah. And to kind of like, To kind of like touch on that I think it's so important And it's We need to kind of have Like we're having stories like that But I think we need to be given The opportunity to tell those stories And I think Like I always say Like when I write I write with the intention Of sharing the human The real human experience Because that's what's important That's what touches people Mm -hmm. Do you know what I'm saying? And you know Same way you cry Sally cries too You know what I mean? So why can't we both show that you know, Sally and Mumba cries, not that you should be crying, but you know, I exactly. You know, what I mean, yeah. it just needs to be shown it that that story needs to be told. And I'm really excited. And I've watched kind of like a, I've watched you, you're kind of coming in to kind of like theater and your writing. And I was super, super impressed. Not because my sister oh, was in you. the show, <laughs> but when I saw the currency of sex, like at the, the
3: hair story, her
0: story festival, I was like, I'm here for this story. I need, this to continue mm. where is this gonna go because i'm here for this story it's something that i hadn't seen before and i would like to see it on a main kind of like stage in a sense that i want to be you want to hear those stories yeah i yeah. want to hear those stories because they exist and it's those telling stories that i really kind of like draw to like stories that kind of like I don't see on my everyday basis But I know that it's happening But someone is telling me that story And I'm like wow I always I always go back to this My favourite One of my favourite pieces Was Cutting It At The Young Vic I, I missed
4: it I'm it's, so upset Till
0: this day It's my number one Because Again It was a story about Young black women The FGM Yeah Kind of oh. and I never knew about it But I was educated in the mo- mm. in that moment but even though it's kind of like a sad story but I was educated but I was taken aback by it because it's a story it's somebody's story mm. and it's been brought onto the stage for other people like myself who didn't know about it to kind of be more informed about it and that's all it takes do you get what I'm saying so I think it's super super important and yeah I've waffled on
1: No, it was a good talk. (laughs) That was good. Yeah, Yeah, it was a good talk. So just remind the people again, um, what this show is and where they can get them tickets and when they can see it.
3: So Black Ice is a theatre production. Um, It's on from the 30th of October to the 3rd of November. So that's a Tuesday to a Saturday. We've got six shows between that time. So it's on every evening at 7.30pm. But Saturday we have a matinee performance. Mumba, Matin, oh the Matin for yeah
4: and no you oh. carry on oh i carry on say the rest oh. that i didn't say i was like, um what do i did to say theater 503 website just have a look at that also we have a twitter uh page so look at at the black ice play and you can just find out all the information about it there um so yeah but definitely check out the, the- theater 503 website because you can book tickets now just book them yeah book them because i know i'm really bad at booking tickets um so i can i'll be like yeah i'll just book them last minute no book them now
1: Bug <laughs> them now. Thank you very much.
4: Yeah. And just quickly, one more question
0: before we kind of like take it to mm. our sound waves: What does theatre look like for you? Like, what's your future? What do you see your future in theatre
3: being? Um, promising by God's grace. I would hope that this opportunity opens up a lot more opportunities for me. So this is obviously the longest one I've ever had before, and it's that a theatre that I quite respect. So um, for me, I'm really just looking into things a lot more positively and being like, okay, Aisha, this is always something you wanted to do. Now you're doing it, literally the world's your oyster. And I just hope that obviously all the points we've discussed today about, you know, fit is not being too diverse and et cetera, I hope even if it does take five years or 10 years, I just hope eventually there'll be some change. And I'm happy Mm -hmm. to be even like 1% of that change to be Mm -hmm. someone that's been right in work when it wasn't easy to essentially. Mm -hmm.
4: A new member? What oh my god, I don't know. No. <laughs> Cause every time I feel like I've got this, I get it. And then I do something and I'm like, things are shifty. Um <laughs> so and like you go around another corner and you've got like another thing to like face. Another obstacle. Yeah. Um so I just wanna you know, I just wanna do the things I really want to do when I was younger. I think that I've always been like um someone who just didn't want to just do like sometimes people ask me like, Oh, so you're you're directing. And then they're like, so you, are you just sticking to directing now? you Are you gonna, not going to do acting? I was like, no, I'm going to do both. I want to do both. Um, so I just want to be able to have that flexibility. So I think that I'm going to try and just keep moving forward and having that that back and forth between acting and directing and see what happens. <laughs> cool. I love
1: that. I
0: love that. Yeah. So moving swiftly on to our sound waves.
1: Are they song, song on a week thing?
0: Oh, no, no, no. <laughs> uh, well, i have got now? Clearly, he hasn't watched the last... Listened to the last couple of episodes. No, I'm joking. Um, our Sound Waves is basically any theatre... Um, oh, them ones
1: there. Yeah, I knew that. Yeah. I knew that. You know what? Because <laughs> it's got sound in... The, do you yeah. know what? Yes.
0: <laughs> yeah, it, it's... It, it, it's now, a I'll bit get confusing. There. I'll, but, get there. I'll
1: get there. Give me time. Give me time.
0: But yeah, so Sound Waves <laughs> is our theatre recommendation. So, have you got any theatre recommendos oh for me, yeah, yes. yeah,
1: yeah, yeah, I do. So, um elephant in the room which is going to be in the camden people's theater so uh yeah well this comes out on thursday so monday the 15th of october it's only on for one night it's a one-man show directed by lanre malalu i hope i co- uh, pronounce that correctly
0: definitely better than how i would pronounce <laughs> yeah, it <so>. trust me. <laughs> kudos um, to
1: you uh and it's uh it's about a black man who goes through mental health struggles seems That's like cool. he's got his life in order but behind the scenes he's going through um yeah his own struggles uh something that uh, i definitely relate to you on a very very real level having gone through my own mental struggles and you know being the theater lover that i am so i had to give that a shout out um Debbie Tucker Green has got a new show yep. at the Royal Court, Um, as you'd expect.
0: I remember that.
4: Yes, because yeah. there's some great poster talks for those ones. How yeah. oh, is it? Ah, Yeah.
0: Oh, yes, I need to go to one of those. Mm-hmm. I am going to see the show, so I'm very happy. Do you
1: know what I love? I've only seen one Debbie Tucker Green show, but what I love, especially how they promote them on uh, Royal Court, yeah. is you never get some blurb. You never get a normal blurb. Mm. Oh, it's like. Because that's
0: just Debbie Tucker Green. That's exactly. <laughs>
1: it. This is what you get if you go on the Royal Court, Court website. Marching days is over, man.
2: Whoa, that's yeah, cool.
1: that's cool, isn't it? It's cool. Yeah. So yeah, it's called The Ear for a Night. Uh, it's by Debbie Tucker Green. If you don't know who she is, uh, she's one of the most renowned playwrights in this country, a uh, BAFTA winner. Yeah, and um, yeah, I, uh, from what I gather, it's, it's about kind of um, like racism and change and those kind of themes there. Britain, Black Britain, African-America, Ooh. those words colliding. Like I said, with Debbie, Debbie Tucker Green, you don't get you your don't typical yet. blurb. You have to no. go in there, trust it, trust in her because she is an amazing playwright, with mm-hmm. amazing experience. So yeah, that is going to be at the Royal Court from the 25th of October to the 24th of November, uh, and then the Hose by. Um,
4: yes. 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 If you did mention, I was going to be like the Hose. No, yes.
1: Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> by Ifeanyi. I can't
0: my yes. Oh, sorry, we- was that loud? hello (laughs) hello the the mic's cut out but anyway i have copped my ticket i am very very excited is are we still recording oh we're still recording it's just that we can't hear in the mics anymore um but neither here or there we'll still continue yeah Oh, there we go we're We're back back. we're back i think i was that me it's probably me with my sheer excitement Oh um, so excited as well But yes uh, I actually caught my ticket The other day so I'm very Oh is
1: it? Myself. Okay yes. okay need to got my tickets boy um, But that's running From the 26th of October To the 1st of December So if you don't go boy You ain't got no excuses Because that's a decent
0: run
4: I oh, Sorry this, this story is just so lovely Like just seeing FA do this It's like means so Like it just means the world Like I don't know Yeah This is how
0: we first met actually Yeah
1: yeah so yeah. I was. i thought their story was about to come back oh,
0: <laughs> there, <laughs> there, was there was a story, story
4: there is. I did, yeah. Um, yeah so we um we did a rehearsed reading of it like we well, no did a rehearsed reading no. we did a just a reading of it yeah I was like can you guys come around and just read it at my house yeah and then we did it i know and i just loved the
0: story and i was really happy yeah. so when i found out that it was going to be that ha- i was like jules yeah you have to get your ticket what do you mean
1: and from what i understand the story very much fits what Alana was saying isn't it like it's it's yeah. just free black women kind of yeah, yeah
0: kind, on holiday you know, on yeah. holiday
1: living life it doesn't yeah. come across as no struggle story mm-hmm. anything like that so i'm looking forward to mm. it for that and if you're thinking if uh, you know frederick i think i know the name you probably do from Chuku's fame um oh so God, yeah yes. dancer a restaurateur, mm. businesswoman and she's playwright. superwoman she's, like, trust yeah. me she does everything well yeah so and mental health advocate as well so mm-hmm. she's just an all-round superstar and i'm super excited that she's gonna get uh, yeah to put our work on yeah. That's going to be At Hampstead Theatre I almost forgot to tell you it's called The Hose By Athena
0: Frederick Cool um, My first recommendation Actually Is the Black Trust season uh, <laughs> I literally I was position, like, like Hands in the air I'm like yeah <laughs> um, So obviously I, I don't know if you guys Have heard of the um, The Black Trust I think it's a Black Actress Collective mm-hmm. um, So a group of black women Have come together And created a season I think it started In um, it was founded by um Shireen Smith and Sherelle Skeet. Thank you, Sherelle Skeet. Um, and they've basically it, it came about from kind of like many conversations and meetups mm. um that about tokenism and the effects it can have on being the only one. And they've had the opportunity of doing like a twelve week long kind of season at the Tristan Baines Theatre.
4: Is uh, that yeah, Tristan Bates Theatre Actors Center. Yes.
0: Um, And the Access Centre. Yes, that's the one. Um, So it's the... I think they've done it through the John Thor initiative. So they get to kind of showcase some innovative work-in-progress theatre and a season... And it's basically a season on the voices of Black women, Black British women, um, which gives them the opportunity to... to, Gives a platform to self-identifying Black women and their shows. Um, I think the season kicked off with the
4: ball I believe is actually there was was something called Vagina something and Glitter oh is it yeah and the ball was on yesterday yesterday I saw that that was really good is it yeah so good
0: so I've got I think they've got quite a few shows I wasn't able to list all of them but if you go on the on the Tristan Bates Theatre website you can definitely see all the shows and you can get some tickets. I saw some great ones and I'm like,
4: oh, I'm going to lose all my money. where yeah, <laughs> <but laughs> my the, money's going. Yeah. Tickets are five pounds. I mean, five to seven pounds. So yeah. They're not bad. Um, the reason why I also, I'm so excited about this and know a lot is because I'm I'm directing something in December for it. Ah, so okay. it's like, oh, see yeah, it. we go. Yeah, so okay. it, it starts from now, but it's, I'm, it's just amazing to be in a space like that and know that next week is going to be another black woman who's written this piece, and next week's going to be another. It's just, it's just, yeah, yeah. what Sherelle's doing is amazing.
0: Was super, super dope. When I saw that, I was like, oh, I wish I was an actress. I'm not, but you know, <laughs> but I think it's a great kind mm-hmm. of thing, and I'm excited to go and see some shows yeah, and be like, dope, yeah. oh coming out feeling liberated and be like yes, yeah, I'm ready to write some stuff yeah, so love that. super, super yeah, love excited that.
4: and also like it's a chance to like network I think that yeah. Sherelle's idea of it is like invite she's like invite people from the industry who you know will, will direct or develop the show or will produce the show so like um, everyone's just inviting people because it's a way of supporting and uplifting black women in their careers oh see I'm here for that yeah. I'm here for that so definitely. everyone go yeah
1: cool
0: oh yeah I should mention when the season started <laughs> did you? Um, see, yeah, you here did we it. go. Boy.
1: Did I? I think you did. Yeah. Say well it, it started
0: now and it's all the way to December. December. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> there we go. I so, said 12 yeah. weeks. Yeah. You know. But yeah. Um before we wrap up, mm-hmm. song of the week. Um what's Shall your song? Yeah. So
1: mine is a song called Summer by an artist called Zizi Bo. Ain't got much of a following like on Spotify and, at the moment.
2: Got sauce, baby. Hot like summer, baby. Let me love ya, baby. What's your number, baby? Come to my reality. Let me hold you till the morning. Show you a little something, baby. What's your answer? Let me be your lover.
1: Uh, but yeah, I discovered him from one of my work colleagues. Kind of like Afrobeat, Afro Swing type vibe and the songs called Summer. And yeah, I'm 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 one of those like spring and summer type of people in it. So as soon as Autumn comes down, I get low as hell. Do you know what I mean? I'm like just waiting. Like uh, right now I'm in hibernation mode, waiting for May and March to come you know so, may
0: just went not too long ago yeah yeah yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> hey, M- march
1: april may that's when i like i come out okay. again and then like
0: a butterfly like a
1: butterfly <laughs> and then boy september october i'm like but if i could hibernate trust me i would but summer just makes me feel like
0: hey I see maybe i can mean. keep
1: going so yeah that tracks get me going this week last week what's yours
0: my song of the week, surprisingly mm. I don't know if this one has a choir in the background or I <laughs> Oh, okay, okay I feel like okay, I, come I, on. I was Cussing the choir in the background mm-hmm. But it's a Tori Kelly song And it's called Masterpiece And it fe- features Lecrae
2: It's so great
0: Uh, funny, uh, the, how I came across this song is because um, I'm doing a devotion on my Holy Bible app um, and she has a devotion kind of like eight day kind of thing where you read and stuff like that. And I was like, oh, she's like an artist, like a pop artist, but she done a gospel album. So it's like, oh, OK. And then one night I couldn't really sleep. So I was like, what can I what can I listen to? That will put me to sleep She didn't put me to sleep Like that Like you know But I heard this song Called Masterpiece And I was just like I'm so in love with this song Because A lot of the stuff That was said The message Is what I'm currently Going through right now You know You know when you feel like you, you're you in a space where you compare yourself to other people Where sometimes that you don't need to do that You're on your own journey And your journey is what matters And just focus on that But sometimes, you know, us being human beings Are like, oh, what they have, that looks nice Why haven't I got it? Duh, 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 duh. So I'm trying to kind of like get out of that kind of like spirit And stuff like that And that song really kind of was like compelling <coughs> and i really really liked it and it's got a little bit of bounce to it as well everywhere all the other songs were just a bit kind of like gospel not that i don't like gospel music but it was a bit gospel so that's my song of the week
4: um but yeah Ooh. do you
0: ladies have any songs that you've been listening to this week <laughs> atlanta's like, like pointing no, pointing
4: no. Away. um oh what do i listen to um it was really strange. Like there's some, there's a song called Dunes by Alan Bama Shakes, which I really like. And it's like this weird song. My friend just, not a weird song. They're a really cool band. My friend sent it to me. And whenever I feel a <coughs> bit like low, I'm like this song, it just like, it's really nice. But the one I really like, um, uh, one I'm really listening to all the time is uh, Why Don't You by Cleo Sol. why don't you just let go and quiet down your ego don't complain about finance i know your daddy won't a real man go ahead and live your dreams to me you're stronger than a whole team i know i found her randomly she was on those color videos on you know this color oh videos. yeah yeah i know and ones, i was like yeah. this is a bop so yeah that's my what's son. her name cleo Soul. yeah
1: i'm gonna check that out still
4: cool
3: um <clears throat> Sorry, I keep coughing, I'm just dying here um, I've been listening to Heard It All Before by Sunshine Anderson
0: Baby, uh-huh. let me explain to you what I'm saying What you saying? It's not even like that It
3: wasn't like that, but I saw you Baby,
0: I don't love her You
3: don't love me? She, you know
0: what? I don't even want to talk to you She don't mean nothing to me I don't want to see your face She was just telling me I just want to see you walking through that Baby, door ain't nothing else to Why say? we gotta do Peace. it like this? Baby,
3: damn Come home late it seems you
2: barely
3: beat the sun Tapping my shoulder Thinking you going get you some Yes! Because I said to you guys, I don't really listen to music often. So when I listen to music, it's really like old stuff yes, that no, no one else that. remembers. Mm-hmm. But I have listened to that a lot this week and I love it yeah no, so that's my song of the week
0: yeah century <laughs> no it's a good tune I, I love it i'm not gonna lie that was a song that i used to sing all the time and, and i, I, I like, still sing it so yeah. can you imagine i used I'm to get like, like, hey, all the times <laughs> <Yeah. laughs> oh, okay. that was the song that i did i won't sing for you guys relax because john was like no don't do it no i won't do it i won't embarrass myself um but yeah no definitely a good tune so yeah so that's we've come to the end of the show to the first show i felt like we could have just spoken for like forever we yeah, could be here me, forever but trust me. sometimes things have to wrap up yeah
1: <laughs> a big thank you to our guests yeah Ms. thank
3: you for having us no
1: problem miss atlanta green and miss mumba jasmine dodwell yes yeah, full there we go full name. yeah yeah
4: thank you so much for having us it's been really nice thank you no, It's an absolute pleasure
0: and obviously guys make sure you go and see a fantastic show the is it black i was gonna say the black ice look at me adding words to the play <laughs> black ice at yeah. theater 503 it's playing from the 30th of october to the 3rd of november yeah. is it third or second
4: third a third definitely the third okay,
0: we'll <laughs> the third <laughs> We're 3rd, 3rd of november so guys make sure you go and get your tickets oh, you're yes. in for a treat um can't Speak enough Of how important it is To go and see shows Like these um, Where can they find us Do you think I should do this Let me see If I can remember
2: um, you Now could... fall
1: back Fall back Fall back uh,
0: Okay Alright then uh, This hey, is, this is on, amazing I don't have to do much so, Fantastic
1: Check out Check out Check out You can find us On Twitter At Artistic SOM On the Instagrams At Artistic SOM Pod And on Facebook Artistic State of Mind Yay
0: come on (laughs) and of course you can what's the what's the thing you can share subscribe rate us and review us because it's really important um and stuff like that season four it's been a wrap not been a wrap it's been a wrap for the episode
1: season four episode one
0: yes actually before we go where can people find you guys on the social medias
4: um (coughs) Go first oh, okay. um, <laughs> I'm only on Twitter I mean my Instagram's private So Because I'm just a bit It's not worth watching <laughs> um, <laughs> So On Twitter It's At Mumba underscore Jasmine With an E at the end um, So my Twitter is
3: I am Atlanta green. My Instagram's Atlanta dot green And my website Is atlantagreen dot com I hope I <laughs> haven't checked it for a while I think <laughs> It's is. like I haven't checked it for a while But yeah. you know it's still there I hope so <laughs> But other social media is right My Instagram and my Twitter That's definitely those Cool yeah. And where can they
0: find you Chama?
1: Me? Boy Find me artistic state of mind Didn't it? Oh so you're oh, saying your personal and, ones And, and, and at Chama Underscore K-A-Y there C-H-A-M-A Because people add the R to my name <laughs> Oh that is amazing. it? Yeah, yeah yeah Enough times Enough times Yeah, oh, Everyone wow. calls me Chama Charmer. Oh, yeah, charmer, yeah. yeah oh, okay. charmer, but it's charmer.
2: But okay.
0: No,
1: whatever. I let people off. Don't have time
0: to fight that fight. <laughs>
1: no way. I still
0: have time to fight that fight because people still spell my name with two ends. It's one end, baby. One end. Nah. I it but yeah, you can find me on Jules Montana eighty eight on Twitter. The Instagram, we don't need to go there. <laughs> um, that's fun stuff. But yeah, no, I'm Jules Montana eighty eight. Um, thank you guys for listening. It's been an absolute pleasure. Um, be sure to tune in to our next episode.
1: Well, I won't be here.
0: Yeah, he won't be here, but we will Watch have him. some wonderful guests. And yeah, hopefully I don't talk too much. <laughs> That's and my fear. It's a wrap. It's a wrap,
1: guys. Thank you very much for listening. Peace.